Welcome to episode 86 of the Game Central podcast. I am your singular host this week, Gareth. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. We are a weekly video game podcast. Uh, we talk about the big news of the week in games, as well as whatever new releases have come out. We try and play them, we give you our thoughts on them. And we also try to work in some, uh, some weird shit as well. You can find the podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Audioboom. And whatever uh, podcast app you may use yourself, you can easily find us on there. You can also download our episodes directly from the website gamebanter.co.uk. That's where you can also find all of our old episodes, every single one. Over 90 podcasts there. Uh, and only going to become bigger as time goes on. Uh, you can also get in touch with us, podcast at gamebanter.co.uk. Whatever you need to tell us, uh, whether it be good or bad, we don't mind as long as you get in touch. So you're probably asking yourself, Gareth, why is it just you this week? Also, if you're a you know a long time listener, maybe you listened to a few episodes before this one, why wasn't there an episode last week? Uh, well, it's a bit of a been a bit of a weird few weeks for the podcast. Uh, first of all, uh, so last week we were going to record on the Thursday. Uh, we got to Thursday and we we're thinking, you know, what what we're going to do? What's the feature going to be? All this stuff. And then Rob was just sort of like, listen, guys, I've been thinking about this for a while. You know, I have anxiety and depression and I have a lot of stress. I just started a new job. I need to see my kids all the time. I need to hang out with my fiance. And like the podcast is just kind of getting in the way. So I want to take a step back. So, you know, fair enough. Like real life definitely trumps talking about video games once a week as far as I'm concerned. So... Rob will be taking a step back from the podcast from now on. Uh, I'm sure he'll pop on every now and then. He may even return uh, full-time at some point. But for now, it's just going to be a lot easier in his life if he steps away from the podcast, which you could totally understand. Fair play to him. Like We hold no grudges. He's still an awesome guy. Still, mate. But yeah, so um, last week, there wasn't a podcast because he kind of dropped that on us on the day we were going to record. So it was a bit like, ooh. Um... But then it got to this week, and it got to, I think it was Monday, and I messaged Don, and I was like, okay, Don, just me and you this week, what do you want to do? You know, when, when do you want to record, what day, what time? And he was like, yeah, um, my sister's just gone into hospital, so probably not going to be able to do this week. So, so it's just been a really um, bad run of luck for the podcast the past two weeks. Obviously, I don't expect Don to be on a podcast when his sister's in hospital, just, you know perfectly fine for him to go hang out with his sister when she's in the hospital that's not an issue uh the only issue is that we if i didn't do a podcast this week we wouldn't have had one for three weeks uh by the time you listen to another one so that would have been unacceptable to me i don't like the idea that we don't put our podcast every week and i know i've done ones on my own before that haven't been as good so i was trying to rack my brains thinking what could i do on my own in a podcast that may be vaguely interesting. And then, and then, it hit me. Hello everybody and welcome to your video game music segment of the year for 2015 with me, your host, Gareth. Now I know what you're thinking. and I'm going to tell you what you're thinking. You're thinking, 2015's not over yet. This may be a bit soon, and I would say to you, sure, I mean that's perfectly acceptable critique of this segment, uh, slash entire episode, but you know, I think about the games that are coming out for the rest of this year, you got Just Cause 3, Fallout 4, Star Wars, a Starcraft expansion, like, those games don't really scream to me incredible soundtrack, so... I have a hard time believing that those games will have soundtracks good enough that you can include them in like a best of the year type thing. Maybe Star Wars will have some awesome uses of the music from the films, but I just want to sort of keep it keep it as video game centric as possible anyway, so I probably would have featured that on the show. We will see. I can't see the future. 
But um, for now, I want to take a look back at this past year. It's been an incredible year for video game soundtracks. Uh, from orchestrated pieces to lots of uh, chip tuny music uh, to stuff like Hotline Miami 2, which is an incredible soundtrack and you will definitely be hearing in this episode. But what I want to do is take you back through 2015, uh, through the year in sound. Uh, in video game music terms, it's been a very good year. A lot of different styles and genres. A lot of great games, and with great games comes great music. So, this entire episode is going to be devoted to video game music from the past year. Nothing from 2014, nothing from 2016, which would require a time machine, so that's not going to happen anyway. But just going to focus on this past year's worth of music. So, without further ado, let's go on to our first piece. And the first piece is going to be from Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. Now, I've gone on record in saying, I think this game is probably going to be my best game of the year. And uh, it's hard for me to imagine Fallout 4 topping it. Even though I think Fallout 4 could be good. They've changed a lot of things, but I'm not 100% sure. I think Metal Gear Solid 5 at this point is probably just a lock for my game of the year. So, this is from the soundtrack to Metal Gear Solid 5, and this is Peace Walker. So from what is most likely my game of the year to a game that so many people have been just grabbed by and that is Super Mario Maker. Now I have no real fondness for the uh, original NES Mario games. I, it was one of the first games I ever played and sure I have like a retro fondness for it but not for playing it. Like a lot of people are getting really into trying out these levels that people have made or making a level for the Mario uh, games and just the 2D style Mario games has never really grabbed me but tons of people have been grabbed by Super Mario Maker and it has a really really lovely soundtrack obviously by Koji Kondo Nintendo's uh, in-house composer and let's just listen to the lovely title screen music in Mario Maker
think it's fair to say that Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain and Super Mario Maker are probably a lot of people's front runners for game of the year, depending on uh, which way you want to go with it. Um, but you know, not every game can be considered a game of the year. Uh, so these are going to be some uh, sort of lesser games, I guess you could say. Not bad in any way you could shape that word, but um, just games that sort of came out, made an impression, but not necessarily like a game of the year impression, but still had fucking awesome soundtracks. And the first one I'm going to play for you is Galaxy, which came out on the PS4 earlier in the year. It's a game where you play as a spaceship that can transform into a mech, and you fly around in space with awesome flying and shooting physics. And it's like a roguelike, and it looks friggin' awesome. Go and look up Galaxy uh, as soon as you can. That's G-A-L-A-K-Z. And it's also got some kick-ass music in it by Scientific American, who's done some video game soundtracks in the past, but this is a really good soundtrack. So, from the soundtrack to Galaxy, this is called White Tusk. Another game that probably won't be winning many Game of the Year awards is Not a Hero. Uh, it's out on PC for sure. I think it might be out on some PlayStation stuff as well. Um, and it's like a side-scrolling, uh, sort of 8-bit style, incredibly violent shooting game uh, with like a cover mechanic. Even though it's side-on, it's like really cool, and it's got a really amazing, uh, amazing script, which is somehow funny, uh, even though it's just a guy in a rabbit head running for mayor um, and it's got a fantastic soundtrack as well I already played uh, the track I'm going to play for you a few weeks ago because uh, I think it's the best uh, track from that soundtrack personally so this is from Not A Hero the official soundtrack and it's called Colossus Colossus 
Okay, so I want to switch gears now. I want to take us back to the sort of epic orchestral music that we started off with, with the Metal Gear Solid 5 piece. I'm going to remind you all of a game that came out that um, you all may be shocked to remember came out this year, and that's the Elder Scrolls Online. That's right, an Elder Scrolls game came out near the start of this year. Um, and as usual with all Bethesda games in this universe, it has incredible orchestrated music. Composed by Jeremy Sewell, it's just its what you expect out of an Elder Scrolls game. Uh, it really takes the, I guess you'd call it the theme of the Elder Scrolls franchise. You'll know it when you hear it. And inserts it uh, in a way that it's not done before. It's very hard to sort of take an established theme and really make it original every single time. But Jeremy Sewell finds a way. So, this is from The Elder Scrolls Online. Composed by Jeremy Sewell. And the track is called For Blood, For Glory, For Honour.
Hey Ron, remember the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt? I know, right? That game came out this year. Kind of crazy. I uh, feel like Metal Gear Solid 5 maybe took its thunder a little bit. You know, not that people won't still consider it a game of the year thing, but still. I think Metal Gear Solid 5 sort of swept its legs. Um, but Witcher 3 is still good, according to a lot of people, and it still has a great soundtrack. Uh, so, this is from the soundtrack to The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. And the track is called The Trial. For episode 61 of the podcast this year, we had Pavel Blaschak on, and he was the composer for a game called Dying Light, which you may remember came out this year, and you may remember was very, very well reviewed, so we were very lucky to get him on the podcast. We had a quite a long interview with him, he was uh, quite well spoken, even though he's not a natural English speaker, he did pretty well, uh, so we want to thank him, and I'm going to feature some of his music now, so this is from the game Dying Light, and the track is Horizon.
while we're on this train of like, uh, you know, ooh, The Witcher 3 came out this year, remember? And uh, hey, remember when Dying Light came out this year? Isn't that crazy? This game came out this year. Another game like that, uh, which may blow your mind to remember this game considering like the uh, hype around it and whatever, is The Order 1886. Um, I think the main problem with this game was that people said it was about three or four hours long. I think that may have been an exaggeration, but that's the main thing people said. And there wasn't that much gameplay, but there was actually a really, really good soundtrack. Uh, it combines uh, orchestral and an all-male choir to give a really epic sound. And so I'm going to play you a track from that. So this is composed by Jason Graves. It's from The Order 1886 soundtrack, and the track is called The Edge of Sanity. At this point, is it maybe a bit redundant to point out when Blizzard release a great soundtrack for a game? <laughs> I think maybe it is, uh, but Blizzard did release a new game this past year, Heroes of the Storm, which I was uh, very cold on, then very warm on, then very very cold on again. Uh, it's one of those games that um, it, it's not quite like other games in its genre, and that seems bad at first, then it gets good, and you're like, okay, maybe this is good. And then you realise the ways it isn't like the other games in the genre actually make it worse. So it's a very, very big roller coaster, but it is still a Blizzard game, which means it still has an incredible soundtrack. And this is the uh, main theme from the game. The battle begins, and this is from Heroes of the Storm. 
Right, we're approaching the end of this uh, special episode now. Only two uh, songs left that I want to play for you. Um, but as I'm sure you can appreciate from listening, uh, there's been some really, really good soundtracks this year. Stuff like The Order 1886, which got slated by critics. You, you listen to a track from it and you're like, wow, there's epic male choir work going on here. Really nice sound to it. Makes you think maybe that game won't be as bad as it is. That's the effect a good soundtrack can have just when you hear it. Um, now the penultimate song I'm going to play for you is from Bloodborne. Uh, it came out relatively early in the year actually. PS4 exclusive. Give those guys something to really grab onto. Um, and you know Rob was playing it up, up until he sort of uh, stopped doing the podcast a few weeks ago. I do want to find out how he's doing actually because he was finding it really really frustrating. Um, but that game came out to a very positive uh, reaction and it's crazy that they released that game and then we're expecting Dark Souls 3 like not that far away really like it's it was playable at Play Expo this past weekend which is fucking nuts I don't know how that studio do it and they always find a way to make the music in their games phenomenal really sort of matches the feel in a way that very few games uh, manage as effectively especially because the feel of their games is so weird anyway so this is from the official soundtrack to Bloodborne and the track is called The Hunter.
that's going to do it for this special episode celebrating uh, 2015's contribution to the ever-growing library of video game soundtrack music. Um, obviously, like I said at the start of the show, you know, the year's not over. Uh, there's still opportunity for games to come out with great soundtracks. I'm dubious whether it'll happen, but it could definitely happen. Uh, if this was your first ever episode, thank you uh, for listening. And just a reminder, go to gamebanter.co.uk to hear every single one of our old episodes. You can download them directly. Or you can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Audio Boom. Uh, pretty much anywhere you can hear a podcast, you can find us. And you can also get in touch with us at podcast at gamebanter.co.uk. There's also a Facebook page you can like, a Twitter page. Pretty much the only thing I post on the Facebook page is when the new podcast is out. So if you want to keep updated on when the new podcast is out, just search for gamebanter.co.uk on Facebook. It's pretty much the only thing I post from there, so you're not going to get any spam. Okay, that leaves us with just one last game. One last track from one game that has gone unnoticed uh, by you has not been in this. And I'm surprised because I raved about this game soundtrack. And you're probably just now thinking, oh, I know what this is going to be. And that's right, <laughs> you're correct. It's Hotline Miami 2. Um, a lot of people had a lot of iffy things to say about this game. I think it disappointed a lot of people. A lot of people were fans of the first Hotline Miami. And this plays differently, you know. But it didn't disappoint me. I really enjoyed the game and the soundtrack is fucking insanely good. So, to end this special, to play us out, leave you until the next episode. This is from Hotline Miami 2 by Carpenter Brut and the track is called Roller Mobster.